All right, as I always say, America is doomed. If it continues the way that it's going now, America is doomed. You know, you hear people all the time saying that we can take back the House in two years and the Senate and the presidency in, in, in four years. That's a long time, guys. We're just going to sit back and let them destroy America. We'll never be able to recover. And what they're doing is they're making sure that we never, as conservatives, get control of anything again. We're doomed. All right, I decided to do this podcast because I wanted to try to bring out some thoughts and I use the term rants and raves because we need to rant and rave. We we need people to to listen. And sometimes the only way to get people to listen is to say things loud. You know, we look at our president, our, our greatest president ever, Donald Trump, and we saw the way he got people's attention was he wasn't the nice little talking politician because every time a politician talks they're either trying to cover up they're trying to lie deny but they definitely are not trying to be open so i try to base this on what i see and how it affects me you know i come i come with i come with a with a list of things that i am you know, I'm a, I'm a disabled American veteran. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. I'm a great-grandfather. A husband. A brother. And so many other categories that we all are. And I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I believe that God provided us his 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 self through his son and gave us the opportunity to survive in this world under his guidance so therefore when i talk i'm talking from a viewpoint that i believe that we need to worship god we need to be nice and kind there's nothing wrong with that that's not saying that I believe in socialism. I believe in capitalism. Capitalism meaning that everyone has the right, no matter who you are, your color, your age, your description, to become a better person through your hard work. Not through everyone's hard work and they're going to take your, your, your wealth away from you. You will start noticing. It will happen. They will start taking your money from your pockets through taxation. You'll see taxation go rampant under this administration. So over the next few minutes, the next hour or so, I would like to give you some of my concepts, my ideas. I want to bring you up to date on some factual matters. And we'll talk about a little bit about 
Joe Biden's nominees and how the radical they are, how radical they are in their in their beliefs and what they're going to try to do to destroy America. It's going to be a an understanding that we have to do something. It's not that we must, but we have to. If we are to save our great country, our great freedoms, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> our, our republic, then we have to stand up. We have to shout. We're not going to take it anymore. We have to fight back against cancel culture, wokeness, and the, and, and, and the left, the communistic, socialistic group of people that are trying to control and destroy our great country. So let's get into it. Okay, I like to always start off with a prayer. As a believer in, in our Heavenly Father, as the creator of all things, we must give thanks to Him. We must thank Him even though we're going through some extraordinary times. He allowed man to have free choice. And so hopefully we will follow the path. So, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything that you've provided. Thank you for everything that you have given and you will give in watching over us. Thank you for allowing me to have a voice, to speak and let others hear. Hopefully, they take away a little bit of my rants and raves and can use them to better themselves, better their families, better their communities, better our country, better the world. In your name, I pray this, and thank you, God. Amen. Okay, now let's uh, look at some quick news bites, and of course, my rants and raves about each one. Okay, uh, we hear this hypocrisy all the time. And it just over and over again, it's just, it's not even really needed to be said. Now you take an example, the House Minority Leader, uh, Kevin McCarthy, and a group of other lawmakers went to the border and had a news conference and told what they said. And the left, again, the hypocrisy of it, said, oh, look at how bad that is. They should be in Washington doing their thing, passing laws and, and things that we want. But when the Democrats went there, while the greatest president ever, Donald Trump, was in office, they were praised by the left. How wonderful, how heroic they were. So, what was said? During that news conference, the House Minority Leader, McCarthy, said that 10% of the illegal immigrants, I call illegal aliens, are testing positive 
for the Chinese coronavirus before they're being released into the United States. So what do I have to say about that? All right, first of all, we're locked down for a year in the United States. You're not allowed to go out except to places that the Democrats and the leaders of those stupo uh, uh, political controlled areas are. You can go to these big box stores and you can walk around and, and do everything, but you can't go to a mom and pop place. You want to go to a restaurant? You can go to a restaurant if it's a huge restaurant, maybe in California, with all your friends, but you can't go next door to a small cafe. So they locked us down. And it's been noted that the lockdown really probably wasn't necessary. But the spreading of the coronavirus is a very dangerous thing. People do die, mainly the elderly and people with pre-existing conditions, they die. So they must be protected somehow. So what do we do? We don't protect them. Look at Como throwing people back into the nursing homes, basically murdering the elderly people, murdering them by doing that and then try to cover it up because, like any good criminal, you try to cover up what you've done wrong. All right, so back to what I'm saying. The positive rate for coronavirus in the U.S. is way down. The death totals have been going down. So what does the Biden administration do? They allow these illegal aliens to be released into the United States and 10% of them tested positive for the coronavirus. They've tested positive. So what's going to happen? They're going to go into these communities and they're going to infect more people. Thus, the numbers go back up. Thus, the Democrats can put more fingers and thumbs on you to hold you down not to let you live your life. They will not stop until they have total control, no matter what it is. They want you to submit to their will, their whims, and their socialist agenda. Okay, now let's take a look at Texas. They have lifted their mask mandate as of the 15th, I understand. In other words, you can go around the state of Texas without a mask, and it's absolutely authorized. So what happens? Okay, a woman, an elderly woman, a white elderly woman, walks into a Bank of America branch and is starts getting harassed by a couple of, I don't know if they're police officers or they're, they're uh, bank guards or whatever, but they started harassing her about not having a mask on. And of course she says, we don't have to wear a mask now because the governor has lifted the mask mandate. And they said, no, you will wear the mask while you're in here. And then 
just to make it short, they basically attacked this woman, put her on the ground because she wouldn't wear a mask. This is in a Bank of America, people. Bank of America. Note that name. Don't do business in a Bank of America. Change. Move your bank accounts. Find a bank that is suitable for the freedom that we expect in the United States of America. If they infringe on your freedoms, don't do business with them. This woman was put down, put in handcuffs because she was not breaking the law. She was following the governor's mandate, but yet they did this to this woman. Bank of America, don't do business with them. I'm not calling for a boycott. I'm just saying that don't do business with these institutions that take away or try to take away our freedoms. As in my past podcast, the hashtag stop supporting wokeness. wokeness I mean. Stop supporting wokeness. We need to stop supporting these institutions, these people, these corporations, the, these government uh, uh, facilities. We need to stop. So in saying that, those two police officers or bank guards or whatever they are, they should be fired immediately. But they won't be because they're protected by the socialists that are beginning to run the United States of America. Let's take a look at some of Biden's nominees and appointees. You know, when Biden was running for the presidency, he said that he was going to be a moderate. He wasn't a radical. But he lies like most Democrats lie. That's what they do. They lie and deny. You just keep lying and keep denying. And that's exactly what politicians do, not just Democrats, but Republicans and all these swamp creatures. It's a shame the greatest president in the history of the U.S. could not drain the swamp. Even he said he didn't realize the swamp was so deep. But back to Biden and his picks. We'll look at a few of them. The first one we'll look at is Christian Clark. Now, this is a black woman, and I'm, I'm not racist. I don't care if it's black or not, but she's going to head up the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division. Now, get this straight. The Justice Department's Civil Rights Division. So, of course, in her past, her radical views have been given over and over again from the time she was a student at Harvard University. You know that she's had a really rough life. She went to Harvard. But when she's sitting in front of the, the Senate, what does she do? Oh, I apologize for my comments and my radical beliefs in the past. I've changed. Right. She's changed my ass. 
I'm telling you right now, they all lie. She's going to radically change the Civil Rights Division in the Department of Justice. And Biden, if he doesn't know it, because he is a little bit out of mind most of the time, the people that have recommended her to be appointed, they do know it. Why, you might ask? Because, people, you have to understand this radical left is not just trying to change a few things in America. They're trying to change America, and they're doing it. Two years of this will be a doomsday pill for America. I mean, this, this, this Clark said many, many times how she viewed the Jewish people. Anti-Semitic views was, was talked about a lot when she was in Harvard, uh, Harvard University. In 1994, as the leader of the Harvest, uh, Harvard University's Black Student Association, Clark invited a college professor by the name of Tony Martin to speak, where he attacked Jewish people for Tradition of targeting blacks. Yes. Okay, she's been criticized. Clark defended Martin, stating, Professor Martin is an intelligent, well-versed black intellectual who bases his information in, dis in disreputable fact. That's what she said. According to... To report this same year Clark citing neuroscientist Carol Barnes co-authored letter to the paper arguing that black people had superior physical and mental abilities and that melon in the skin your pigment it endows blacks with greater mental, physical, and spiritual abilities, sometime, which cannot be something that cannot be measured based on Eurocentric standards. Now, this is what she says. This is not something that's just made up. This is fact. But, of course, you're in front of a group of people now you're trying to get that little position in the Justice Department that Biden wants you to have. And what do you do? You lie. And you deny. You apologize with your fingers crossed, her legs crossed, her eyes crossed, whatever she crosses. But people, she was lying. Stand by. She is a radical that's going to try to change the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division. Okay, then we have Alejandro's Mayorca, Department of Homeland Security. Now this guy, 
was confirmed on February the 2nd. He has stated over and over again that he thinks emitting millions and millions and millions of illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, and grant them citizenship as well as the 11 million they say is here, but I think it's more like 20 or 30 million that's already here in the U.S. He wants to make them all legal with voting rights. You know, the inspector general revealed that he gave a green card to wealthy, well-connected Chinese nationals who had the ties to the Democratic Party donors list. These facts alone disqualify him from leading the Department of Homeland Security, but yet again, he was confirmed February the second. Okay, next on the list is a guy of Vasara, I think that's where you pronounce his name, has no background to head the Department of Health and Human Services. That's what he's been nominated to do. Can you imagine? This is a, an attorney general in California that sued the Little Sisters of the Poor, a religious exemption that they have, and he sued them. He sued nuns. That's about as close as he's ever come to human services. I mean, before that, he was a congressman for 24 years, which he had a zero record. But his enticement for the Biden administration is that he is so far left, they know he will take the Department of Health and Human Services in the extreme left path for socialism and then eventually communism. This man doesn't inspire confidence. What, he's, what he does inspire is what I say all the time, America is doomed and we can't do much about it because we don't have any control. And then there's uh, Wendy Sherman. Uh, Biden has selected her for the number two position at the State Department. Uh, she's a veteran of the Obama and Clinton's administration, spending quite a few years as the lead negotiator, and she was really involved with the Iranian deal that was put together in 2015. And, of course, Biden has vowed to return to that ludicrous deal with Iran. But, Anyway, back to Sherman. You know, in 2009, she defended Secretary of State Hillary Clinton 
when she when Clinton did not even raise the human rights issue during her trip to China. She said, well, you know, we have our own problems as far as human rights, citing Guantanamo Bay as if that's a human rights. I mean, those people down there live well. They have exercise. They have what, she, what people just don't understand is they're criminals. They're they're enemies of the United States of America. This woman wouldn't want you to believe something like that. So I guarantee you, being the second seat in the department, she will eventually reenact or try to this Iran thing to the detriment of the United States of America. All right, just to uh, summarize, we only talked about a few of the nominees and how radical they are. But you know, you've got to understand that every single nominee that Joe Biden has put forth are radicals. They're leftists, they're socialists. Maybe they try to show a different face. Maybe they are the wolf that's in sheep's clothing. But you've got to understand that m most of them are very radical and they are not for a free America. They're for a controlled America, a socialist America, a ruse to eventually get a communistic government in America. So without Without going over too much of these people, I'm just going to mention a few quick, uh, you know, like the CIA, CIA directors, uh, William uh, uh, Burns. Now, he'll be the first uh, nominee to, to, to take the office of the CIA director that... Uh, is basically a career diplomat. According to the Washington Post, Burns is widely viewed as the best foreign service officer of his generation. But now, he, we may be disappointed in what he does as an intelligence officer. And then we have uh, the Secretary, um, Treasury Secretary, Janet Yell uh, Yellen, uh, another, another far, far left person running our Treasury Department. I tell you what, knowing she's there, I don't think I'm going to trust these government agencies, the IRS, for example, and these radical banks. I'm very seriously contemplating putting my money overseas or under my mattress. Treasury Secretary? Hang on, people. Now, the Attorney General, Merrick Garland. Boy, I tell you what. We dodged a bullet back when he was trying to be confirmed to the Supreme Court. Everybody was saying he's such a wonderful, moderate person and he would make a great, great asset to the Supreme Court. But luckily, 
Luckily, he was blocked by Mitch McConnell in 2015. And it's a good thing. If you listen to this character now, as the Attorney General, I guarantee you one thing, he will not make a move without the White House approval. They will be partners, and they will do everything they can to destroy our criminal justice system as we see it in the United States of America. Then we have the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin. Now, he's retired from the Army in 2016, so therefore he has to have a waiver so he can even take a seat. Um, there's a seven-year waiting period between active duty and government service, but even when he was in the Army, he was a four-star general, very high-ranking official, and he showed his true stripes by really showing his left-leaning ideologies in the Army. A lot of other generals and admirals have all stated it was a great day that he retired. Guess what? He also served on the board of Raytheon. What? Yes, who needs congressional waivers to get there because seven years is a waiting period, but in the meantime, I'm going to work for Raytheon, a provider of military weapons and systems. Now he's going to be the Secretary of Defense. Don't you think maybe he might have a little bit leaning toward Raytheon? I would imagine so. And then there's Secretary of State Blinken. You know, it's just amazing. It's just amazing that these people, they're, they're, they're all leftist big time. Some of them were too left for the left. All right. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael S. Reagan. All right. I'm going to name some of these quickly. And if you have an interest in that particular area, such as Environmental Protection Agency, then do some research. Go look him up. Get on Google, of all places. Then there's a special presidential envoy for climate. Can you imagine? John Kerry, the guy that flies around in private jets and, 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 and probably pollutes the planet more in one trip than most small cities do in a year. But he's going to be the envoy for climate. You know, when he was asked about him flying around in these jet planes, private jets, he says, well, I have to get someplace. It's important for me to do what I'm doing. Oh, the elite comes out. You, it makes no difference. You cannot use fuels to make your life easier, but he can use what he wants to make his life easier. Gina McCarthy, that's the White House climate czar. That's the White House climate czar. You know that, maybe not literally, but she'll be in bed with Carrie, of course. 
Secretary of the Interior, Deb Harlan. Okay, she's from New Mexico. She's a Native American or has blood in, uh, uh, and will be the first Native American ever to lead the Department of Interior. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. In fact, I think it's a wonderful thing if she wasn't so far left. Marty Walsh, Labor Secretary. Wow. I, I don't know. Labor Secretary? He's been in bed with the, the, the unions for years. And now he'll probably just get a bigger bed to be in. Gina Raimondo, Commerce Secretary. She has no, she has no uh, experience. Uh, the the wide sweeping government agencies that she's going to oversee, the Commerce Department, uh, basically regulated and since and and and, uh, and the census. Um, shows that the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration uh, will probably be leading her her uh, her around by the by the reins. All right, so we have many others. Secretary of the Veterans Affairs. Um, his name is Dennis McDougan. Um, I think that's where you pronounce it. Anyway, uh, he was Obama's White House chief of staff, and he was tapped to lead the Department of Veterans Affairs on December the 10th. He was, he was confirmed. It's a sprawling agency that has presented organizational challenges for both parties over the years. But he will never serve, but he has never served in the military. And, and Now, I'm not saying you have to do that, but it would be nice if someone had some knowledge of what the veterans are going through. Stand by, veterans. I'm a veteran. I'm a disabled veteran. I'm an American disabled veteran. And I guarantee you I'll be losing a lot because of this character. Secretary of Transportation. Everybody knows Pete Buttigieg. A nothing accomplished person that was a mayor of a small town in Indiana, South Bend. If you've ever been through South Bend, you understand that it's a small town. Why did he get so popular? I think because he was gay and he was a conservative. Nothing against gays. I have an ex-wife that was gay. I have a stepson that is gay. I love them all. I have many, many friends that are gay and they know they understand that I, I see it as a mental illness. You know, that's just the way it is. Anyway, he's going to be heading secretary, or he's, he is going to be the secretary of transportation. I guess that's better than being the secretary of our Second Amendment, our weapons, because he wants to take 
the weapons away. Jennifer Granholm, Secretary of Energy. Biden named this former Michigan governor as the leader of the expansive Department of Energy. Her experience in Lansing from 2003 to 2011 is, a, is an asset, as Biden's words, to speed up the transition to electric cars, among other green energy priorities. Every time you hear the word green energy, you know it's going to mean that your green backs are coming out of your pocket. The only energy that you're going to get is taking your money out and giving it to the government. All right, um, I, I rent and rave. I know that's what the name of the podcast is, Rent and Raving here. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield. Oh, I can just see what's going to happen there. Nothing like uh, our nominee that uh, Donald Trump put in, in there. And I could go on and on. You know, I'm just going to name them. You can look them up. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Uh, the Office of Management and Budget Director. Important office. Nira Tandon. White House Press Secretary Jennifer Pasaki or Saki, whichever you want to call her. She's the circle back press secretary. And once she got sort of ridiculed about circling back. Now she doesn't use it, but she'll always be known as a circle back. You know, and it's amazing. You know, when we had Kelly McEnany, she came out and she told them on the first day, I will never lie to you. And she didn't. She was transparent. She, she stood her role and she made sure that she never lied. I have never seen one press briefing that this Pisaki has held, and I, and I watched them, that she has not lied multiple, multiple times. Again, Democrats, lie, deny, lie, deny, you'll get away with it. Uh, U.S. Trade Representative uh, Catherine Tai. She's going to be the top trade representative. Of course, with China. During the Obama administration, uh, she, she did that. Now, she's announced by Biden. Surgeon General Murthy. Health and Human Service Secretary Javier Becerra. I talked about him a little bit earlier. Assistant Health and Human Service Secretary Rachel, Rachel Levine. Understand, Rachel Levine is a transgender man that thinks she's a woman. Okay, guys, you know, you know, you know how I feel about this. I don't care if she calls herself Rachel Levine, the woman. She's still a man. She does not believe that. Uh, uh, and this was brought up by Rand Paul and others, and, um, that 
she doesn't believe that there should be a separation between men and women in their sports. She would not answer it. She thinks that transgender is transgender. You are, if you decide you are, a woman or a man or a girl or a boy. Oh, maybe we're not allowed to say woman, man, girl, boy anymore. This is getting so ridiculous. If we keep this up, America's doomed, I'm telling you, people. Susan Rice is back on the scene. White House Domestic Policies Council Director. Wow. Another lying Democrat. She lied on so many times on these, these shows about Benghazi. And I guess that Biden thinks that people are just going to forget. And some of them will. And some of them don't even know because they've never watched. They don't keep, keep in touch. All right. On and on and on and on. I would suggest that if you're really interested in knowing everything about these nominees, get a list, look them up, and see what they are. With that, we're going to go into a new topic. Okay, so let's take a look at some other news also. Um, some things that are... A little bit funny, a little bit weird, a little bit odd, and definitely disturbing. Okay, as you know, I'm a great believer in God. I believe. I believe. I'm a believer. What can I say? So let's take a look at CNN's uh, Don Lemon. Now, Don Lemon is an openly gay CNN host. And Megan, Megan McCain was on the show with him the other day, and they were talking about what the Vatican said about same-sex unions, that they could not bless same-sex unions because God cannot bless sin. And in a Christian understanding of religion that is unnatural according to most religious beliefs so of course lemon being openly gay has to respond um, so let's just let's just say okay megan asked him what he thought about this and he says basically god doesn't have uh, any rights to bless someone. I mean, sure. He says, well, I think there are, they are. Listen, I respect people's rights to believe in whatever they want to believe in. They're God. But if you believe something that hurts another person or does not give someone the same rights or freedoms, not necessarily under the Constitution because this is a this is under God. I think that uh, this is wrong, and I think that the Catholic Church and many other churches really needs to re-examine themselves and their teachings because this is not what God is about. God is not about hindering people or even judging them as if he knew what God was all about. But that's the normal philosophy of, of these leftists. I don't care if the guy's gay. 
but God put down what he wants the world to be like, not what Don Lemon thinks it should be like. All right, let's talk a little bit about the border. All these people that are coming, Biden's basically invited them in. We have so many children coming without parents. It's a joke. It's totally a joke. You know, and then they have the audacity to say that the border was broken and they have to fix it. They're breaking the border. That's all they're doing. You know, all these children are coming across. They've got seven, eight hundred percent more than what the capacity is in some of these places. And the kids were asked about the, the facilities they were in. Some say that they have to sleep on the floor and they have to do this in, 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 uh, in, in some order because some, there's not enough room for everybody. And only one shower maybe at the period of time that they're here. <clears throat> and of course, this is humanitarian. You ask the Biden administration, you ask this, you ask all, Nancy Pelosi, they'll tell you the border was broken and they've got to fix it somehow. It's a joke, a complete joke. And I'm telling you what, they say that there's only 11 million undocumented illegal aliens in the U.S. That number is more like 20 to 30 million. And I'll tell you what, if they, they allow what's going on right now, it's at 100,000 or more per month. It's going to increase in the summertime to three, 400,000. It will get there. And when it does, it will be astronomical amounts of people coming across, millions more, millions more. And they tell you, oh, everything's fine, but they're sending FEMA there. Federal Emergency man Management. So apparently the Biden administration thinks it's an emergency, which it is, folks. You know, Biden stopped the wall from being finished. He's opened the borders up. People are coming across. They're lying to, the, to Texas. They're telling them that, they're not telling them how many people coming in that are that are infected with coronavirus, they're not even stopping them. They're putting them out into the into the into the United interior of the United States. Oh, yes, the border's broken, all right. And the Biden's administration, their crew, are the ones that are continuously breaking the border. Okay, now a little bit about Como and Andrew Como, governor of New York, loudmouth, Democrat, liar, denier. Seven women have come forth now. So Biden was asked by somebody, and this was, I think, the first time he answered a question that a reporter had. Otherwise, they scooted him off. But he only asked, he only answered one. They asked what he thought about the Como sex scandal and biden said well they should just allow the investigation to go on well of course that's what he's going to say you know this is not something new you go back in history and you know just just uh, you know like bill clinton look what he did womanizing 
all the way up through. And I mean, even Joe Biden was accused and got away with it because you deny. If you're a Democrat, you just deny and you lie and you just keep going. You're not going to do anything. If you're conservative, though, you're guilty. No matter what, you didn't do it, you're still guilty. Too much. Even his own party is asking him or requesting for him to step down. They're even considering starting impeachment. Wow, that would be fun. Let's impeach him. You know, it's like uh, wild animals. Once one is wounded, the rest of them just, they come and they start chewing away. I mean, you know, it's, you go into the water, you have a shark, and a shark gets hurt, the rest of the sharks just come in and start tearing it apart. That's the Democrats. That's the way they work. You know, the attorney uh, general for the state of New York, she started the investigation. Well, of course, we know what uh, she is. She's thinking about, wow, if I can get rid of this guy, maybe I can become the governor of New York. Now, this is one that ran on and got elected because she said she was going to do everything in her power to get President Trump. That's the type of AG. So I don't trust any of these people. You can't trust these people. Then let's take a look at what uh, the military is trying to do to civilians. I watch Fox News. I watch in, in uh, NTD, I watch uh, OAN, I watch news uh, organizations that try to tell the truth. Blaze TV, uh, Daily Wire, there's a lot of them out there. If, if, if you don't think they are, you should, you, know, you should go and try to find them and, and listen to them instead of all these uh, biased news outfits. But anyway, back to Tucker. Tucker Carlson the other day was looking at uh, what Biden had said, that they're going to try to um, improve the uh, uniforms for women in the military, which is fine, but for pregnant women, they want to make sure they're combat ready when they're pregnant. And Tucker made fun of it, and he says that, uh, you know, uh, that's not basically what is supposed to be. We're supposed to have a military that we can depend on, not one that is gender uh, gender neutral, that doesn't have an aspect of what a, a fighting organization should be. So anyway, the Pentagon, they decided they were going to attack a civilian for having an opinion. All right. So that's that's the way it seems to work. Now, Senator Cruz saw this as being absolutely absurd. And so he's requested a meeting with the top U.S. military uh, because they're not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to have a, an opinion on what other opinions are. They're the military. We have to depend on them. You know, uh, Cruz said basically that this kind of behavior happens in third world countries but not in the United States of America. It's unacceptable. 
But of course, if we leave Biden the way he's doing, we will become that third world country. So I support Tucker Carlson because if you listen to him, he's he he's he's honest. He tells the truth, and that's what they can't stand. Again, you know, it seems like the theme of this particular podcast is lie and deny, and that's exactly what the Democrats do. And it's getting worse every single day. Okay, on a lighter note, CNN, MSNBC have lost lots and lots of viewership. In fact, CNN has lost like one third of its viewership since President Donald Trump has been out of office. MSNBC, they lost about 50% of what CNN lost. And even Fox News lost some, but only about 10%, because I think people that are looking for the truth, they sort of migrate over to Fox News. So it's not in bad shape. But what's funny about it, I mean, if you really think about what's hilarious, Donald Trump made the fake news organizations what they are, as well as Fox News and, and, uh, and all the others. He brought in viewership, and now he's sitting in Mar-a-Lago laughing because they got rid of him, they got rid of their viewership, that means revenues are down, and who gets the last laugh? Yes, legacy news can't replace the draw that Trump had. (laughs) Donald Trump gets the last laugh. Wonderful. to talk to you a little bit about the places I like to get my news. Places that I trust to give me an honest opinion. And one of those places is called the Federalist. All right, the Federalist focuses pretty much in three different areas, uh, culture, politics, and religion. And it has some wonderful content. The, it, it doesn't just go on a conservative leaning side. It go, sort of goes with arguments from both sides. So it allows you to see both sides of the story. And it really is a place where you can open your mind to thought. Without a doubt, The Blaze is um, a place, a website uh, that is, uh, uh, it was created by Glenn Beck. And it features uh, breaking news, whatever's happening at the moment. Uh, Glenn Beck and others, they have um, their, they comment on all the things that most conservatives and non-conservatives 
likes to hear hear about. They're independent. They they don't depend on other news organizations for their format. Uh, and they use a lot of video to show what what uh, they're talking about. Um, and you've got to understand this is a patriotic site. Glenn Beck makes sure makes sure that it stays patriotic. Another favorite of mine is the National Review. You know the National Review is a top-notch place for conservatives to go to and, and, and get information. You know, they, they, they have a real good content for foreign policy information. Um, they also have a newsletter. Uh, one is called Morning Jolt uh, by political correspondent Jim Garrity. And uh, Jack Crow has a has a, a newsletter it's called news editors roundup if you really want to stay informed try uh, the national review there's one that's called the american thinker i just found this not long ago and god i'm glad i found it uh it started back in february 2018 so it's uh it's a couple of years uh, old um you know it's a more a blog and it really doesn't have a lot of flashy things that makes 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 you uh, uh, perk up you know uh, it doesn't have uh, it doesn't assault you with all kinds of animation but it has plenty of conservative opinions the American thinker I found uh, is so informative uh, and most of the stuff can't be found elsewhere. Often, uh, on any uh, outlet for news, uh, you know, it has uh, poli uh, political backgrounds and opinions that just can't be found other places. It's, it's really hard to explain, but the American thinker is definitely a place if you're looking for some real good input. The Washington Free Beacon. Now, that's been around for about eight or nine years. And um, uh, it offers a wide variety of, of, of different content that includes unique investigative journalists uh, and, and satire on a lot of things. Um, it delivers good, informative information and sometimes provides a laugh. But it's, but you you've got to understand it's it's far, uh, an unbiased resource. It is unbiased. It's something to really get your teeth sunk into. I think a lot of you have heard of Michelle Malkin. If you haven't, she's been around for a while. She's got a very loud voice in a lot of different ways. And back about eight or nine years ago, she started. Uh, uh, her own sort of uh, conservative uh, uh, organization called Twitchy. Now, what she does is she finds Twitter uh, tw tweets on Twitter 
mostly conservative, and she relates to those stories um, on, on in her website. Um, you, it's, it's a lot of information, and it's very informative and extremely entertaining, if you know and you've seen Michelle Malkin in the past. Uh, it definitely is news from a conserv conservative viewpoint. And you'll find that a lot of times, if you follow uh, this particular website, some of the stuff that they talk about hasn't even made the, the uh, news yet. So it will keep you well informed what's coming up. Some of the others that I follow, uh, one is called PJ Media. Uh, has some really good content if you get a chance to look, uh, you know, go to the website. And another one's called Red State. All right. Um, Red State uh, is, it, it will provide you with uh, um, a lot of information and uh, has hosts that gather each year and they aspire to presidential uh, uh, campaigns candidates often attend, um, attend to try and sway conservatives to vote for them. Uh, another one, and lastly, I'll cut after this, is called the LifeSiteNews.com. Uh, it's interesting on a daily news basis. If you're looking for daily news, it's a good place to go. Um, I found most of these uh, just through uh, looking them up. But if you get online and just Google conservative websites, I'm sure they'll come up and you can get more information about them. So try them out and enjoy them. So that's some of the sites, websites and things I, I look at. As far as on the news, I like Fox, of course. I like Tucker Carlson. I like Laura Ingram. I like Sean Hannity. Uh, another place that I, I watch all the time, and that's Newsmax. Newsmax has some great uh, segments. It, it provides information that is really relevant uh, during the, during the uh, uh, period of time, the week or the day that it's being presented. And of course, uh, I, I mentioned it earlier, uh, NTD. They have some really great stuff. So for some regular news um, presentations, I like uh, those. There's some of those people I don't like though, like on Fox, Chris Wallace, I can't stand that guy. I don't know why his voice grates on me. Uh, I know that he, uh, he didn't like President Trump, which is no problem. I mean, people have a right not to like somebody. But don't be a, be, a, be a hypocrite. Just come out and say, I don't like him. But he pretended so he can get ratings. But anyway, uh, those are some of my favorites. So if you get an opportunity, look at all the websites, look at some of the news uh, uh, channels, and uh, it's, it's very educational, informative, and a lot of times funny. Okay, now let's talk about, uh, we were talking about Bank of America earlier, 
and how <clears throat> this lady goes in there without a mask in Texas, where the governor has lifted the mask mandate. She has done nothing wrong. She was just following her constitutional rights to live as a free person in America, and they basically attacked her, put her on the on the floor, handcuffed her. Bank of America, I'm telling you guys, stop doing business with them. You don't need Bank of America. Find a bank that will do good for you and gives you freedoms. We've talked a little bit about uh, some other places over the last few episodes, and I'll reiterate some of those. Marriott and all their brands, they got over 30 brands. Stop doing business with them. If they're so woke, they can't even understand that we have a right as conservatives, just like the liberals have and the communist Democrats have. They don't need our business. You know, we got 75 million plus, maybe 100 million, maybe even more Americans that need to show these companies that we don't need them. They need us a hell of a lot more than we need them. Coca-Cola is another one. Coca-Cola, can you believe that? I mean, it started off many, many years ago. It actually had Coke cocaine cocaine in in the in the but they had to change that because the federal drug administration back way back when said you can't do that you get people addicted to it because of it but now they think they're so woke that they can dictate to us and disney oh my god i'm so sad about disney you know i love their 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 content over the years all the way back, you know, I'm an old man, and I've been watching uh, uh, Walt Disney for f- most of my life. And what do they do? Now they're going to become woke. They're so far left. You know, you think it is, is they've made so much money, they think they can do anything and nothing's going to happen to them. And now with Dr. Seuss. <sighs> you know, it's just hard to believe that there's so many idiots out there you know it's it wait and see one of these days someone's going to look outside at nighttime and say it's dark outside and they'll say you're a racist because you said it was dark outside that's all they can think about is racist you know let's just say we stop supporting a bank of america we stop stop supporting coke and its subsidiaries and we stop supporting all these uh, uh, idiots that are that are creating, uh, are taking away our freedoms. Let's just say that we stop doing that. You know, they will be coming back one of these days and saying, oh, "Okay." But you know, I thought about this a lot, and I think that the world is changing more than what we can actually see. And I started realizing. Those people that are trying to change the world have made huge buco amounts of money. I mean, we're talking buckets of money over and over again. And then they get greedy and they want more money, more money. I think basically what is happening in this world is they've made too much money. 
They start worshiping that money. They forget about God. They think money is everything. Power is everything. If I have money, I'm smarter than anybody else. You know, they think just because they have the money and, 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 and the power that they will, they can control what you do, how you do it, when you do it, where you do it. This is socialism. This is communism. This is authoritarianism. This is a dystopia uh, society. And it's all because they have money. I think they made too much. I think it's time for, if they want to be so woke, give back most of that money. Just keep what they need to live. Let's see how quickly they'll do that. You know they won't do that. They're always, all these people are always saying, we're woke, we're, we're better than anybody else, and you guys are racist. You know, in my opinion, conservatives are the least racist people in America and around the world. We get labeled because the Democrats have no arguments. You know, if you took an owner of a company and he's a Democrat and he's got a hundred employees, he looks down upon them because they are less than he is. They are not as good as him, so therefore they're not even worth, he has to tell them what to do, when to do it, how to do it because they can't think for themselves. But on the other hand, if that's a conservative, a true conservative, and he owns that company, he's on the top, he looks at those people not as being inferior. He looks at those people as being people that are doing a particular job. When it comes to that person on the floor and himself, he sees themselves as equal as far as the, the, the mind can recognize equality. He doesn't see them less because they're they're in a, a lower job or they're doing something that he wouldn't want to do. Conservatives are the least racist people on the face of the earth. Racism is a democratic concept. It's a democratic idea. It has always been from the beginning. All the slaves were owned by Democrats. The Republican Party was formed to free the slaves. Our President Lincoln, he helped get that accomplished. And throughout history, you will see that the, the conservatives have always given the black, black people an opportunity where the Democrats would not. Jim Crow laws were developed by and instituted by, carried out by Democrats, where blacks could not eat in the same room of whites. They could not drink out of the same water fountains. They could not do anything. This was Democrats control. The KKK were Democrats controlled all the way through. The Democrats have been the ones that have created the culture of racism until they finally realized, oh, we can use that. Lyndon Johnson was heard over, he was heard, overheard by a black waiter. He was talking to a group of his cronies and he said, now I'm going to say this, but this is, this is what he said. I have a plan 
And if my plan works out, the N-word people will be voting Democrat for the next 300 years. He was overheard saying that. Can you imagine? And then he instituted the welfare system, or at least pr 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 uh, promoted it. He basically put blacks and, and, and low-income people into the ghetto. And in that ghetto, he formed a culture that kept the black people on the inner city plantations. Now, you might not want to hear that, but that's a fact. Look it up, research it, and you will see. All right, so enough, enough said about that. The, the main thing is stop supporting wokeness. Hashtag stop supporting wokeness. Follow the conservative ideas and become a true American patriot. That's what we need in, into this world. Okay, I guess I've rant, ranted and raved long enough. Sometimes I just don't know when to stop. So I'm going to say a little bit of a closing prayer for us. So, dear God, thank you so much for allowing me to put my voice out there. Thank you, God, for allowing people to listen. Thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity to spread goodness in, the wor in your word to show goodness. We as a people, we as a, a world, we need you. We need your, your teachings. We need to stop evil. We need your help in stopping evil. Evil we can see everywhere. Put people back on the path. Keep them there, dear Lord. Protect us. Protect those around us. Protect the world. Amen. Okay, guys, until the next time. Keep up the spirit. This is the old goat asking everyone to stand tall. Honor our great nation, its flag, its anthem, and its great patriots. And praise God. So long until next time. Thank you so much.